Hello everyone and welcome back to Hextech Heroes. My name is Still Laughing Mage and with me just like last time are my fellow podcaster minions. Guys, say hello. Hey everyone, it's Susan or you can call me TJ. Hey, it's Micra. Hello, hello, hello. We are very excited to be here for the second ever yes. episode of Hextech Heroes. A lot has episode happened two. in the <laughs> last couple of days in the League of Legends circuit and we're here to talk about all of it. But, however... Before we do talk about what's going on in the greater League of Legends atmosphere, we're going to start with our very first segment of our podcast. I know this is a little bit different from last time. The first episode was more of a getting to know us. This episode is much more going to be like segment, uh, seg- seg- segmented, segmented, is that the word? You got it. Uh, yeah. Segmented, it's going to be segmented so that we have like different sections uh, where we're going to talk about and do different things. So the first section, uh, the beginning of every episode is going to be catch-up XP, where we all sort of talk about what we've been doing, what's been going on in the last uh, week or so of our lives. So, uh, guys, who wants to start off with the very first catch-up XP? What you, Micro? All right. Yeah, so uh, I guess, as you guys know, this past week was Thanksgiving week. Uh, yeah. I didn't work the two last days of the last week. I was kind of happy about that, you know? Congrats. Got the day off for Thanksgiving. Kind of yeah. awesome. <laughs> Uh, nothing too much in terms of games. I've been playing League as much this week, but that's because of Thanksgiving. Uh, I've been learning a lot of Syndra. Nothing too much outside of just playing League and Hearthstone off and on when I get the chance to. I've been enjoying the Syndra. Yeah, Syndra's been pretty <laughs> Yo, thanks. They've been pretty, pretty busted, I'm not gonna lie. She's kinda, she's kinda good at the moment, you know? Yeah, I know, she's alright, I guess. Did you have, like, a big get-together with your fam, or? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, actually, not quite. We're just everybody in the house, and then one or two people came over. Yeah, that's what Um, gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it about this week for me. I didn't have too, too much going on. All right. Susan, would you like to go? Yeah, uh, last week, Thanksgiving week, of course, I did a little thing with my fam. None too serious. We just had dinner. And then they went on to go to another Thanksgiving celebration. I'm like, ah, let's skip out on that one. Two turkeys. I'll Part take my play two. home and, and enjoy. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. I've been playing Warhammer Dark Tide. We go. Uh, yeah. Beta for that's been open. I think since the 17th. I've been enjoying my time on it. If nobody knows what that game is, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead. Uh, it's similar to the Vermintide as well, made by the same people and everything. Kind of like a sequel, but just in a different universe. <laughs> people that know about 40k would understand, I guess. Oh my god. Oh, I just did a warning. It's complicated. <laughs> okay, um, I want to get that installed. I'll play it sometime. Too. Yeah. It looks really I've been fun. enjoying the game. I've been playing it solo so far, but I'd love to play it with friends. Um, mm-hmm. it has, It's similar to League of Legends and the comms. Uh, how comms are very important <laughs> in that game. <laughs> I remember playing yeah, a game and <laughs> like someone saved our life by having their mic on randomly for like one second and yeah. like said behind us and oh, there was like a fuck. swarm of uh, zombies behind us and like if That's they funny. didn't call that out we would have lost the mission and died. Damn. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like damn wow the difference that that makes. That's funny. But yeah that game's what I've been up to. Uh, of course, League of Legends. Been playing a lot of Lucian. 
I guess. Lucian Jinx. Yeah, you too. Been... Lucian and Nami, both of you. Lucian, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> the Boar Crush, I've been going Boar Crush first with the first strike and uh, Domination second. Kinda just been shitting on these kids, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I guess I guess people just aren't learned up enough on how much damage it does and how much you have to respect the lane. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you just get blown up by Nami. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, and like Lucian, of course. But yeah. the majority of the damage is Nami. But <laughs> like you're just getting blown up without any kind of counterplay, like just instantly having to use sums, exhaust, like it's just you just gotta respect it. It's been fun. It's been fun playing Lishinami though. It's been an absolute oh, yeah. blast. <laughs> yeah, having a having a bot lane that I have comms with and you know knows what they're doing for once. <laughs> it, it's fun just yeah, having yeah. like an instant win button that we just press in champ select if we get these champions. It's just oh well, we just won lane. Yeah, you guys are great yeah, at this. You just kind of win the game now. I don't remember if we've been first picking it. I think we did once, and that might have been like one of the three games or so that will play in a spur that like go bad when we first pick yeah, it. Yeah, We get like counterpicked immediately. True. But yeah, I think every time that we've second picked it, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the moment where you look at the enemy composition, you're just like, hey, Lucian looks pretty good here. It's like, ah, all right. <laughs> We're just going to win this <laughs> game. Here Sick. We <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and it's like, you know, Nami still falls into the enchanter role, so pretty yeah. easy to flex there with any other ad yeah yeah i i, I think that, the way that i feel about it is like lucian feels really good with nami feels okay with brahm and okay with other supports and right, then nami right. is just like that's a good way to describe does it. well Nami's with everyone <laughs> is an enchanter and obviously synergizes the best with lucian but like you could play her with like kaisa if you wanted to you could play her with like G. yeah, yeah i was thinking to. kaisa's like always my second to lucian yeah <laughs> if like, you want to get like the same result yeah it's definitely not like yo you have to play lucian and nami together it's very much that you can play lucian with nami and or brahm maybe and then like nami and then whoever the fuck else you want maybe not Callista, but like like whoever they <laughs> else whoever else you know yeah All that right. wraps it up for my week and what's been going on Sick, sick. Uh, for me, for my catch-up XP, uh, as everyone's been saying, it has been, you know, turkey weekend. Uh, so I celebrated yeah. that with my with my parents, um, which was nice. We went out instead of eating in, so we went out to, like, a like a restaurant thing. It was all right, to be honest. But it was funny because, like, I don't, no disrespect to this place that we ate, but at, we all kind of came out of the, the, the restaurant. We were all kind of like, man, that's kind of shit, not going to lie. It's honestly not that good. So, so we're redoing Thanksgiving next weekend. Usually, <laughs> yo, wait, that's <laughs> awesome. Like that sometimes. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, other things that I've been doing, other things I can talk about for my catch-up XP, I've been playing a lot of League of Legends. A lot of League of Legends. <laughs> you know, no no yeah. question about that. I've been playing a lot of League. I've been I, Honestly, I've been kind of going off a, a, like a little bit. I've kind of been carrying yeah. these games from the support role. I've been kind of doing really well in my solo games. Um, not all of them Man, I win. Some of them, some of them are kind of unwinnable. My play. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've just been playing a lot, dude. I, I've played so you much, know, and it's just like I I want to get more comfortable on certain champs that I like used to play a lot, and maybe I haven't played a lot since. Like like Nautilus, I have not been playing a lot. I've been playing a lot of Enchanters mm. recently, and you know what? Enchanters are nice and all. But, like, my core, the, what brought me to support was, like, 
the Rakans of the Con. world, the Thresh of the yeah. world, the Nautilus of the world. And it's like, I want to play these champions. So I've been kind of playing uh, playing those and I'm playing a couple of other weird things. I had a Senna in my game earlier, so I played Wukong support. By the way, Wukong is broken. Disgusting champion. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> I'm telling you that champion is broken. First pick it if you can in your games. No, um, <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> um, I, I also play the top laner right now. No comment. <laughs> no, no, true. No, top, we'll we'll get we'll get to the we'll get yeah. to the preseason. We'll get to the preseason. I also played like a Gragas support game. Love that champion. So much fun to play. Um, and it feels really good when you get ahead. But I've been playing a lot of League. Uh, outside of League of Legends, I went and saw the new movie Devotion, uh, which is honestly pretty all right. It wasn't great. Heard of that. It wasn't bad. Uh, it's like a it's a based on a true story war film that follows a uh, African American pilot during the Korean War. And it's, nice. it, it was a little bit slow. I don't know if they were fully sure how to realize the story into like a movie format, but overall it was, it was all right. I don't know if I would watch it again, but it was like, it was like a seven out of 10. It was all right. I also watched Wednesday, I watched the first episode of Wednesday, uh, the new show on Netflix. That was mm-hmm. pretty good. Pretty good so far. I, I mean, I don't have a lot of a lot to say about it because I have only seen the first episode. Maybe when I watch more down the line, we'll hear more about it and more of my catch-up XPs. But first episode was pretty all right. Nothing, like, super incredible about it. I do like the fact what that it's... What you like is, about it. What I like yeah. about it? Uh, I mean, Tim Burton is always an absolute joy to watch his direction. Yep. Absolute joy. Uh, I, I there, there are moments where you see him do something. You're like, oh, yeah, that <laughs> that's Timmy right there. We all know that that's <laughs> Tim. We all know that it's him. Um, and that's always really nice. Because, like, I, I do kind of miss some of his films sometimes. It's, like, newer films coming out. So it's nice to see uh, a show with him at the forefront. Also, uh, oh, what's her name? Jenna Ortega? Is that her name? I believe that's her name. Who plays Wednesday. She does a phenomenal job, actually. she she She's very, very talented, I would say. I think the entire Good. cast is pretty talented. Um, it's just, like, the... The, obviously it's the first episode so they're kind of building everything up to sort of get them started uh like like what what the story is going to be and whatnot establishing characters so it's a little like slow or cringe at points because they are trying to like establish everything in the first episode but it's <laughs> it, it was okay it was okay i i'm gonna keep watching it gotcha but with that being said that is my ketchup xp uh, that is a catch-up XP segment, so we, we will be doing that every episode. We just sort of talk about our lives. But yes. moving on to the next segment, this segment is going to be called Team Chat. These are going to be the topics that we plan to talk about ahead of time. These are topics that we write down personally as our group of three, as all of us little podcaster minions get together or, or suggest in our Discord things that we want to talk about going into the next podcast. So the very first topic within our team chat segment is going to be our first impressions of the preseason preseason's been out for a little bit now um and oh boy oh boy <laughs> so things yeah. have changed a little yeah. bit since 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 uh since worlds i would say right guys yeah definitely yeah just oh a my little God. bit <laughs> what, what do we think is is the like I mean, I guess you could just be like jungle, but like, what do you think okay. is like? <laughs> what what do we feel is like maybe the biggest, most drastic change that that's jungle. good or bad that's happened? <laughs> jungle? No, fair, valid. Let's talk about jungle then. Let's talk about jungle, let's, right? Yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk let's about. It. Let's talk about. Piece, it. Honestly, <laughs> all right. So jungle changes happened. We, the, the junglers have Pokemon now. That's kind of yes. cool. Yeah, I like that. We that's brought back the neat. wolves from what was that like? 
Devourer. Season, season yeah, six. the Devourer. I remember those. I think I forgot. I'm pretty sure they acted the same in having to kill mobs, and they mm -hmm. didn't act off of smite charges. Yeah, so I they think were you had similarly. to kill mobs, and then eventually it would upgrade until I think it was you get just, like a static was... rage blade effect. It was something. I yeah, remember. one of them was a rage blade. Oh yeah, my gosh! One of yeah, the so jungle of it. jungle items, like actual jungle items, were. I think that was the last time jungle items were a thing, until yeah. they got rid of them. I was not around for this. But so, yeah, so Devour. <laughs> let me bring it up. Let me see if I can bring it up. Theta Devour. Yep, I remember this. They were like <laughs> gems that you buy. They were an enchantment in League of Legends, is how the wiki describes it. <laughs> <laughs> and they build off of like, for example, the Devour would build from like recurve bow, double dagger to give mm -hmm. you uh, a little purple gem. Yep, a purple gem, purple and gem, it yeah. gets you what's it called, the Rage Blade effect when you yeah. fully uh, stacked it with your minions. You just get so, double autos on every other Okay, auto. so you get stacks for champion takedowns, and then two for Scuttle and Rift Herald, then five for Dragons. But, um, but yeah, this is the last time they had something like this in the game, and I feel like this is, this is honestly, thinking back, my favorite part of jungle, my favorite time Yeah, jungle, same this is when I played jungle, is that uh, when they had these in the game that would stack, and I don't know, I feel like the game was enjoyable back then but like i didn't have the same outlook on league of legends as like i have now right. so I yeah can't, i can't really say but the new items are I, I think they're pretty cool it it the stats that they give are interesting as how they get rid of some of the healing but allow a lot of other characters to be sustainable in the jungle yeah they removed heal from smite right yep yeah oh yeah, that's yeah, interesting yeah. that's been there forever yeah, no, so it's no longer, Smite no longer heals, and what happens now is each camp, after it's been killed, will give a small heal to the jungler instead. Yeah, ah, that's what it was. Yeah. That's why I'm so healthy clearing stuff sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like the one singular gut game of jungle I played. It feels alright. I do like, because I personally had to teach myself the gank when I played jungle for our Clash team. I did like going around in AFK farming. <laughs> just because i am no i'm a pve player at heart i like repetition in my games i don't know i like it it feels a little different it changes the pace of the jungle for sure especially like rift yeah. also spawning uh spawning a little bit later mm -hmm. it gives me a bit more time as a mid laner as well to go and help my jungler there mm -hmm. i uh, i do like it. i like these jungle changes personally i think that the different pets offer different play styles, probably something for a bit of every play style. Even if one's a little bit weaker than the other, you know? Scorch, Scorch Claw! <laughs> yeah, Red Smite, yeah. going to be the, the, just buy this one. Yeah. It's just objectively better than the others. Pretty much. Yeah. But I'm sure, right, we'll, you know, update that. They'll balance them out eventually, we hope. Cross our fingers. <laughs> right. Uh, jungle has been pretty interesting. I played a couple of jungle games. What happened is after preseason came out, I actually sat down and I I played twenty five games of League of Legends within uh, two or three days, yeah. and I played five games uh, for damn. each role. Uh, that's I what I did because I wanted to figure out. Dude, I'm so passionate about this game. I just want to figure out how to fuck to play it. Right? I just want to figure out the best way to play each role. So I played five top, yeah, five jungle, too. five mid, five ADC, five support. Right? Mm -hmm. For jungle, I have the high. I got the highest win rate in jungle with four to one. I won four of my jungle games, um, nice. and I what I ended up finding out is that invading is still really fucking strong. Like, yeah, it, it actually those feels, are really good plays that you were making on that. 
it honestly feels even better than it did before because it does set the enemy jungler so far behind. So in one of my games, I played Kane and I started on um, on the enemy team's wolves and I literally took wolves, stole blue buff from the Elise and then stole the Gromp from the Elise as well. And oh, no. she got set super far behind because of it. And she literally could not walk into my jungle because it's not gonna. She's not gonna be able to do anything if she walks into me in the jungle. Uh, and like, I just created pressure and I ganked the way that Kane wants to gank because I was kind of thinking like, you 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 just kind of want to farm your camps to get your 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 snacks for your pets and like mm-hmm. unless you can guarantee a kill in a lane, it's not necessarily always worth to gank because um, it will put you behind, which is something that I found out in one of my other games. Uh, but I played, so I played Kane to see what that kind of like difference would feel like. And honestly, it didn't feel bad at all. It like, cause Kane mm-hmm. is like one of those can invade you junglers. I mean, we saw a masterclass of that at worlds when Canyon was just gapping peanut the entire time in the Dalmon Kia, <laughs> uh, Gen G series, uh, even though they lost that God bless them. Um, but Honestly, jungle feels really, really strong. I, the one game that I ended up losing was I wanted to try Camille jungle. I wanted to see if you could do it again. Honestly, better than it felt last season. Still not good. I started the game off four and one because I was just sort of like oh. perma ganking. Like I was just going to lane to lane to lane to lane. But I did not upgrade my pet. Like not until like 10 or 15 minutes after the enemy Warwick had upgraded his. And it felt so fucking bad because I would just I just kept losing objectives because of it. Like, if flat out mm-hmm. was not worth the fact that I was ganking so much and, like, I was trying to help win these lanes. Because, like, we won the lanes, we would take first turret, and then we would, like, then we slowly bled out because I was just, like, I was two levels down, my pet wasn't fully upgraded, it was a 900 to a 1200 smite, and it felt really, really awful to, to, to be that hard of a ganker because Camille still did not farm that well, uh, still does not farm that well, I should say, with the changes. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what yeah, I found. I've- I feel like that game with the cane that you played and like how you just completely invaded the top side of Elise's jungle level one. Yeah. Like (laughs) the emphasis that they put on farming your own jungle minions sets Elise back so far, like unimaginable amounts because of like the changes like that. Like, it's just ridiculous. And you could just walk back to your own jungle mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she can't take yours even faster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she can't, and she has me. to respond to your bot side. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I feel like it, it made a lot of the, the strong jungler strong though, because I feel like you were able to pull off a play like that because you were playing Kane. I agree. Like I def- Kane's, yeah. Kane's clear speed on its own is just really good. I yeah. 100% agree. It is definitely... And with the a... added damage from the pets that you get, mm-hmm. it's just... They just get slaughtered, the jungle camps. Like... Yeah, clearing the multi-camp... Like, the multi-unit camps faster is really, really nice. It, But it, mm-hmm. do, it does definitely feel like... The, the good junglers that were good before feel even better now. Like, Graves, still just disgusting champion. I watched uh, Jojo Pune... Uh, I, I, I caught him in one of the games get filled jungle on somebody else's stream and he just giga gapped the entire enemy team playing graves and it was just the most oh, disgusting thing I ever saw in my life but other than the jungle changes because a lot has happened in preseason a lot more other things have, have oh, yeah. come about uh, a bunch of <laughs> items have resurfaced and a bunch of new items have been added to the game 
Uh, guys, what is going okay. on with these tank items? <laughs> oh, <no>. I, <laughs> my one point and thing that stuck with me this entire time is why is there no response to this in other lanes? Did mm -hmm. we think that literally giga buffing and breaking top lane was how you like balance out top lane or make them stronger? Dude, top because I mean it worked. Yeah, no, it dude. worked. Top laners get... work. Top lane's very relevant now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it feels every game. It's always either. It never feels even in the games that I play. It's either the jungler. It's always somebody loses really hard or somebody wins really hard. Yeah, yeah I agree. I a hundred percent agree. I have not. But it had... might just be my matchmaking. I don't know, man. I I've played. I I would I I would <laughs> I probably say... say that I've played the most league since preseason started out of all of us. I have not had oh, a close sure. game. I don't think I've had a close game in a very long time since preseason yeah. started. I think every game has been one side slaughters the other side, and then the other team has no way to come back. I had one game. I actually, I I can distinctly remember one game where we hard came back, but it was it was a hundred percent a comp diff. It was one hundred percent a five v five comp diff, and it was because I picked fucking Braum, and it was just a hundred percent a fuck you to the entire enemy team. Um, but like that, that's the only instance that I can remember that was like, it was kind of close. And then even then it wasn't even close. It was like, they were shitting on us for like 35 minutes. And then we were able to kill them in like three team fights in a row. And then we just flat out won the game. Yeah. Your gold gets right back. Oh yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Let, let's put a pin in that point about how games don't feel like close anymore. Okay. Yeah. I want to, I want to talk about a little bit about that later. Okay, okay. Before we get off track about the items. True, 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 true. Yeah, no, let's get back yeah. to these fucking items, guys. All right, heart steel. That exists now. This item yes. exists now. Do we want to talk Why? about heart steel? Everybody is building it. Everyone. Everyone yeah. is building it. Like, I'm seeing, like, Set. Well, I mean, obviously, Set's going to build it. But, like, I see, like, I, I've literally had friends who play Teemo and tank the entire enemy team with just heart steel and a demonic for, like, 40 seconds. Like yeah. what? <laughs> I saw just... what was it? It was a vein, and vein built heart steel, bork, ravenous hydra, and one v five the enemy team. And oh, I was man. like, that is absolutely absurd. Why is that allowed? I can see this happening because, like bork, as we've seen recently in our own games as well, bork is just a ridiculous item, especially against. All the like characters stacking. that she'd be playing if she's mm -hmm. playing against a top laner like if you're playing vein top she's gonna do her own percent health damage plus the like bork burst on top of whatever like damage that you're scaling with with your <laughs> yeah. <arm> steel <laughs> that entire time this is free reign i mean it gives you the extra survivability that you normally wouldn't have Mm -hmm. And I think Vayne's base stats early is what carries her. Mm -hmm. And I guess you could take advantage of that and just, like, don't play like an inter. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like because everybody else is strong top as well, you're not the only one. True. <laughs> so True. you should be careful. Yeah. Heartsteel feels like it's been taking over the rift. And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about it. There's been a lot of, of scuttle about about it on the on the social media. I sound like an yeah. old man. 
Um, but like there's a bunch of people out there and they're talking about heart steel and they're like how is this item still allowed why is league of heart steel a thing this is disgusting and then i see a bunch of top laners talking about it, and they're just like guys it's not that good just build bork and you win and like to be fair valid that is valid bork wins yes. games but also fuck mm-hmm. you you don't get it like that that like it sucks for the rest <laughs> of us because it, because it, listen, not all league p- players are built the same. We didn't all figure that out on the first day the hard steel came out. All right, we struggled for about like a week or so trying to figure out how to counter this just disgusting item. Ramming our right? head into Cassante <laughs> <laughs> top. Yes. Oh my god. Watching your Jin build fucking Gale Force for the fifth game in a row, and then watching him do zero damage to the hard steel Scion. That sucks. That mm-hmm. blows. That that feels really bad. But moving on from that, I mean, there are other items that got added. What Radiant Virtue is the one that I feel like most people are not talking about. Um, yeah. The next one is Joke. What the? Jock yeah, Show. Yeah. The Jock Show, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that item. That's the other broken tank item. <laughs> My thing is, it, it has zero damage stats. Like, you can't, you can't fool me. <laughs> Why am I getting one shot right now? By this top laner it feels like theoretically it sounds really really good on maokai but like really bad for the enemy team of course because like yeah right because maokai is not only you know healing with his passive but he's also you know getting armor and mr from you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he's just sitting there stacking it on top of you or maybe he doesn't drain you let's see you drain yours increase your he just gets extra resistances yeah, one it of, just destroys front-to-back comps. One oh, of the man. things that I've been seeing is that it isn't even a tank item anymore. It is a bruiser item. I've been yeah, seeing like Jax build it. Swain. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw I was just about Irelia. To say it was Irelia, Irelia. with Jock oh, Show and uh, Bork oh, my God. just Bork, yeah. 1v5-ing a team. And it's like, why is that is absurd? Because mm. like her base damage is insane. The only damage item that she actually needs is Bork. So she only builds that, and then like jock show ravenous hydra it's game over like she actually flat out can just 1v5 a team yeah she just gets so much damage from all those other items that like the kid can utilize really well yeah like a cracked irelia player is just that that is thanos that is that is what the mcu has been warning us about i don't know it's just a trend in between like the build overtuned mythic item and build a bork hope your champion (laughs) works with a bork there you go you're all set good to go (laughs) it's crazy oh man that that has been also like the item. other funny thing is just seeing every other champion try to build Bork and then watching every other champion not actually work or do anything with Bork. That's been pretty funny too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Yone's been on this. Yeah, Yone's been on the Bork rush. Bork all right, that, that man yeah. has been on yeah. that. <laughs> my man went through this. He went through. Oh my god. He understood. He went through <laughs> he it in top lane. Poor Yone. <laughs> <laughs> man. Um. But anything, I mean, there there are more things we could talk about uh, for the preseason. Rod of Ages. Uh, Rod of Ages is another item that yeah, came Rod back. I'm very happy about the return of Rod of Ages. I'm glad that they yeah. buffed it because it was very, very slow for 3,200, and it feels much better at 28. Yeah. The second I saw them announce it, uh, I immediately my mind immediately went to, I guess, with like everybody else, it went to Rise, went to Kassadin. I've been singing them a mm-hmm. lot more of my games, and they fucking hurt. But it feels a little underwhelming right now, probably just because the game's changed since it's been gone. And, you know, the pace of stuff is off. But, I mean, I still like it. 
it's really nice. It's one of my favorite items being, you know, used to be a Singed player. Or not used to be, but <laughs> used to build it on Singed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I really like its inclusion back in the game. I hope it's going to change some stuff. Because I haven't seen too much on it right place. now. For real. I've been, I've been missing Rod of Ages for, for how many years now? Probably been gone for like two, three years at this point. God, huh? I love All that right. item. So when do we bring Static Shift back? That's what Yo. I am saying! You understand! Dog. Bro, I've Static Shift! Static Shift, Frozen... Oh, what? Frozen Mallet? Oh, oh my that was That's my League of Legends. Portal. That is my League of Legends right there. That is it. ZZ Dude, Rod Portal, I mean... Banner of Command... Hey, fucking fucking Ohm yeah. Wrecker. Let's fu- let's fuck Ohm shit up Wrecker, on the rift again. Oh, like let's Wrecker. fucking go, boys. Let's Let fucking go. <laughs> no, true. We're just gonna play oh, fucking yeah, Bolly Bear. Bolly Bear with Hextech Soul. That's what we're gonna do. Oh, that, that's how that's how we get Static Shiv back. Static Shiv and Ohm Wrecker. With an Ohm Wrecker. His ult, and then you Ohm Wrecker the turret. Then Ohm Wrecker's the turret, and then just. Oh my god, disgusting. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about it. players. Oh my god. Nobody's playing Prowler Scion ever again. <laughs> what items are next? Uh, was there another? I mean, item? Abyssal. I uh, Abyssal Mask got the change oh, with yeah, the Catalyst Return, uh, and then Iceborne obviously Gauntlet the changes to yeah Iceborne Gauntlet, the changes to Sunfire, and the changes to uh, Chem Tank. Mm-hmm. All good changes. I mean, I don't yeah. really have much to say about them. I'm happy about that. F- from me, at least. I feel like I can build some of those. Uh, old mythic tank items on some of my tanky supports and not break for the bank, sure. So that feels That's nice. Not yeah. Thinking about like Sunfire, like, yeah, that definitely feels nice. I, I built Sunfire on Alistar uh, at, in one of my games, and that felt really. I actually I did Radiant Virtue into Sunfire. Uh, but that felt pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's a that's a cool support <laughs> combo like this. Yeah, that's the gameplay that you want. Yeah. Although to be fair, I also watched an Alistar in one of my games earlier, one v one Samira, and annihilate her without losing half of his HP. So I honestly might might need a change. Might, might need a little bit of a change if that's if that's the direction that it's going. I mean, that's just the ADC life, <laughs> and that's also what you get for playing Samira. True. True. I feel you bad. Trapped for yourself. <laughs> you trapped yourself. You trapped yourself. Samira players. I oh, feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Susan would know about that. Yep. <laughs> um, so I don't pick that champion for the good of everybody. Valid. <laughs> um, but two more topic, two more things I want to talk about for uh, impressions of the preseason because I do want us to move on to the second topic here. Uh, so objective voting and the new ping wheel. How do we, we feel about them together? I like yeah. both of those. I think just it can't hurt to just increase. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Every game I've been in for preseason, the objective voting. I just, unless I'm playing in a five stack, I just don't click on it. I I zone it out. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> don't worry. I am the person that will just not vote, unfortunately. You see, that's I was thinking um, like... But not out of like, ha- not out of like, you know, out of like respite or anything, but like, I just don't see it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Like, like, like I, I actively, already. if I see it, I will click it, but I just actively zone it out. Because I, I was just I about to why, say, but... like, it's bing bong boom right there on your screen, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> it is, it is, it's Click the big button, definitely there for me. Like, I I recognize it's there, but I think I zone. I I'll look at it, 
and then I zone it out, look right back at my game, and I forget it's there the half a yeah. second later. What I what I do think <laughs> is interesting about it is like the immediate like pull away from attention. Yeah, like you're saying. Like, say you're, like, just CSing mid or something like that, and then, boom, now you're checking a timer, and now you're pressing tab, now you're looking jungle. Yeah, but, like, in five seconds for sure, because, like, you guys will call it out, and then you'll ping it, and then, you know, we're all on the same track, because sometimes we aren't the best about communicating. You know, myself included, I'll fucking flash in 1v5, but, like, it's good to know, because somebody will call it, and then somebody will ping it, and the vote will come up, and we're all on the same track. I really do like yeah. that. That, that's what I mean by like there's it can't yeah yeah you know it just adds to the communication of the game oh yeah I, I think it's a good addition for sure yeah I see what you're saying I, I've been finding that in I, a lot of the response to it since it's uh since it's been an added to the game online has been like oh I just ignore this thing or my <laughs> teammates ignore it and then we guilty it's like all five of us will ping to fight for the dragon, and then only the jungler shows up. And then it's like, why did why why did we vote on this in the first place? Why are we even here? <laughs> um, that's that's the sentiment that I've been seeing online, at least. And it, it's kind of the sentiment that I have playing solo because, like, I always pay attention to it. I'm the support player, so I'm paying attention to these timers in the first place, like really closely. So I know, like, okay, it dragon timer push bot take priority. Oh, I can roam on this timer. Oh, I need to ward on this timer. Stuff like that. But, like, I feel like the rest of my team, it gets pinged. They click it to get it out of their face, and then they just go back Maybe. to doing Then they go back to doing Maybe. whatever the fuck they were doing before. <laughs> you know, it's a little bad. Even though you play, like, even though when it's just me and you, I do the same thing. Like, God. I don't know. It feels bad. It feels bad. But, honestly, <laughs> I am pretty okay with it being in the game. I don't I don't think it hurts the game at all, like what Susan was saying. It's a saying. good tool for new players, too. I agree. It's very good for new players. I, I, I feel the same. The ping wheel, I feel like, is a good way for new players to learn, I guess, what you would call more advanced concepts. But, like, at this point, like, I don't know what is the difference between an advanced and, like, a, a newbie concept for League of Legends anymore. Yeah. Because I watched a Jinx earlier stand completely fucking still and auto attack a target instead of kiting around them, and I was like, "Oh, you're oh oh you're doing that, you're doing that in this game right now," and like, uh... I I I asked them after the game. I actually I I reached out to them. I friended them. Like, hey, <laughs> I friended them with, "Hey, I, like I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but are you new to League of Legends?" And they said, no, I am not new to League of Legends, but I'm new to oh, ADC. No. So they didn't understand the concept of kiting from outside of the AD carry role, even though they've been playing the game for like a, like two years, which I thought was interesting. This is what I meant when I brought up playing top lane last time. <laughs> is that like concepts like that just don't come into mind when you don't need them Yeah, at all. Okay, that's fine. but that caught me a little bit off guard. I'm not gonna. Lie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the ping wheel is really cool. I love the ping wheel actually, personally, as a support player. I love the ping wheel. I love pinging, I think it's fight, cool, yeah. hold, push. I, I I utilize the bait ping very infrequently because I do not want people getting the wrong idea. And then the extra vision pings are so nice, actually. I hey, love the vision yeah, pings. Yeah, how it sits yeah, in the bush. Those are great. Yeah, amazing. Those are so fucking nice. It's such a five gold every time you ping a ward, guys. Five five gold. Not only that, like it's it hovers there. I yeah, really it stays nice. there. It's so nice. It's so nice. I, I love the new pings. Agreed. Uh, but with preseason, 
there have been some other changes that have come by, including, and this is going to go into our next topic, an update to the tox- to, to League of Legends trying to deal with toxicity in their game, right? So they have uh, a feature that they <laughs> added where if you say naughty words, you get chat muted for the entire rest of the game, and you get too many of those, you can get chat restricted for an extended period of time. And then there's also an AFK detector now, which seems to be a little bit too sensitive. Guys, I showed you this list of no-no words and phrases the other day that came up on Twitter. This is a list of confirmed phrases or things that you can say in League of Legends that will get you muted and potentially chat restricted further down the line. So obviously some of these words are perfectly understandable. Straight up racial slurs have no place in League of Legends, have no place in the yes. world. We do not we do not condone any of that despite what some people may say about League of Legends players. Um but then some of these words are maybe I think a little bit too PG for what people are trying, <laughs> what Ride is trying to push. Um, booger. You can't say booger. You cannot say the word booger. Booger will get you in trouble. And what? I think that what that's the ridiculous. Heck, man. <laughs> chat restricted. Yeah, dude. Heck is also isn't, chat restricted. I was about to say, isn't heck also. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. It's um, crazy. Nipple is chat restricted. And balls. I what feel like that's says, weird. Like, the Syndra balls. No, exactly. Syndra ball. Oriana Sorry, ball. Sorry, I'll say Syndra Q. Yeah, true, 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 true. Orbs. Orbs, dude. They're orbs. I'll say Syndra orbs. orbs. There we go. Um, And then also, <laughs> like, meow for me daddy is a bannable oh phrase. Oh, my God. Hello? I mean, honestly, yes. How can, I how never can thought they... I'd hear okay, Mage okay. say these words. But here's the thing. <laughs> how can that be bannable in this game when... No shade to the to our riot brothers and sisters and and siblings, but Valorant has these e daters who literally have like wolf and bark in their names and like I personally when I played Valorant my name for a short period of time about like a month and a half was Bark for e girls. All right, if meow for me daddy is banned in League of Legends, why was I allowed to have that name? Also, these restrictions don't apply to League of Legends IGNs. Because we've seen some really fucking bad IGNs. Yeah. And we've reported agreed. these and they've been well, banned. <laughs> but, like, why the fuck are those allowed and not flagged? But, like, I'm sorry. Meow for me, daddy. is just such a funny phrase to get, like, restricted for. <laughs> Mage said it twice. Yeah. Fight a nickel. <laughs> for every time Mage said it, I have to. But it's weird to happen twice. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Anyways, weird. it's weird. It is a weird. It is. Thing. It is weird. I fully agree. Somebody at Riot had to type that in and you know flag that. <laughs> this would me. Oh my god. I I I feel like maybe they need to just lean back a little bit on on the sensitivity for some of the phrases and words being said because I think some of them are just said in good faith or said jokingly and then legitimately are just for fun phrases. And then obviously the the worst things that are being said, absolutely ban those fuckers, get yeah. them out of League of Legends. There is no place. I like for that. how remember the game that we discovered that the oh chat restricting was a thing. Oh, oh my god! Someone gosh. found a workaround to yeah. the system immediately. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> how gigabrained are you? That is one of the to things to have that I... a workaround for racial slurs. Yep, oh yep. They're getting more "quote unquote" creative with their flame, yeah. and it's uh, kind of it's, it's like Riot knew that it was going to work against them, but they did it. They anyways. got away with the with the initial 
racial comment that they were trying to give off, but then mm. immediately got chat restricted like the next yeah. episode they tried to say. So like I'm pretty sure we can all infer what they were yeah. meaning without <laughs> actually understanding what they meant. Yeah. Which took yeah. a second for for it to click in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I, it's a really good change. I enjoy seeing people that I, like, I just, do like the change. Yeah, people that it's are like, just being I've had games assholes for no reason. It's yeah, I've like, had games bro, where people are relax. being assholes, and then all of a sudden it pops up. This player's been just like, <laughs> and you know, good. everybody in the Discord is laughing at that. Point. <laughs> it's like you're getting laughed at, and I hope you're happy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that is the list of toxic words and phrases that have since been flagged by League of Legends. Um, and with new seasons and new patches, new things arise, including bugs. And one of the most uh, aggressive bugs that we saw that was that turned into a bannable <laughs> offense was an infamous Nico bug, where she turned into the fountain laser and then would one-shot anything near her. Yeah... I never got to experience in my game. Me I, neither. Same, I feel, same here. I feel glad. so bad. Like, I, w- I wanted to experience it once at least. Like, that shit would have <laughs> yeah, been fun. I couldn't even be, be mad if I died to that. Like, I would have been laughing my fucking ass off. Like, come <laughs> on. That is funny. <laughs> that would be good no, to see that. The greatest Nico buff in the history of League of Legends. Hey. Uh, what, what, what other bugs are there? There's still the the not the echo Nunu buff. Yeah, the, yeah, the Nunu bug where the snowball is invisible. There's the, yeah, the kindred bug where she'll show up on one side of the map oh on your mini map, but she's on the other side of the map anyways. That one's very frustrating. That one really got me one time too. I legit Same. thought she was bot lane. I could have yeah. pushed a wave in or whatever. She popped up bot <laughs> and top I, at the same I have time. I guess. as a result of that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking like, sus. Oh, fuck. Is very very sus. That one is very annoying. I think. And um, think about the Nunu one. Is it's been in the game for patches, man. Yeah, Hatches. I don't know why it's Months. still around. I don't know how it's still around. Maybe like a year is. since Space Groove came out. Is that yeah. the only skin it does it on? I don't know. I can't say for sure. But I know that the bug is there, and I know that it's very annoying because I have not died to, but I've been hit by these invisible snowballs, and it is yeah. very fucking yeah. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, also... There are changes to ARAM that are coming up, including changes to the actual ARAM map, where we're getting Hextech portals Ooh. on the map. And now when towers fall, they create terrain, and also ARAM I Clash. Really like it's pretty exciting, right? Yeah. I'm not yeah. an ARAM player myself, but... ARAM Clash sounds kind of fun. Pretty fun yeah. ARAM Clash kind of sounds like a banger, I'm not going to lie. That, yeah, that shit like... sounds kind of fucking hype. Take a minute and a half in champs. Like, what's the best team fight comp you can make <laughs> with your five man? It's everybody right. gets two re rolls as well. So oh, everybody gets awesome. two re rolls per Are game. Are they gonna? Oh my bad, my bad. You can keep saying. No, no, is that that's it? It's two re rolls okay. per game. Oh, gotcha. each player. I was gonna ask, like, are they gonna keep like the whole? Re roll and then like say somebody dodges and then you don't get your re rolls back. I mean, I always get my rerolls back when somebody dodges. They? Yeah. Mine usually just get eaten up. That's weird. I've had I, a both That's not supposed to happen, I don't think. Yeah, that, that's like a majority of like why I stopped playing ARAM. 
Because, like, yeah, I would so re-roll stuff, and then, like, someone dodges, and I wouldn't get my re-rolls back. So and I'm weird. just like, yo, I just got gypped. You're <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in the air and have zero re-rolls, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that definitely so, should not be happening. You should right. contact your rioter about that. Your, your yeah, local true, rioter. true, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a hold of him. Your riot but, agent. Yeah, those, those changes sound fun. I'm pretty happy about it. I think the terrain change is gonna be sick. That's is, gonna be is nice. it gonna be? Is it gonna make like the game more fast paced? Like even though it's I don't still know if it's fast paced, but I mean it's it's like a buff to certain champions because like <laughs> Kiana does not have a oh, place in Aram. Okay, I see Bucking, what you're saying. Bucking gotcha. feels so bad in Aram. Cassante also feels kind of shit in Aram because you can't ult anything except through like little pillars. So that'll feel yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. So it, it's a little bit of a buff to those sort of champions. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the idea of towers collapsing and creating terrain. I've always loved that idea just for League in general. I think it's Albeit cool. it'd be hard to implement and force in Summoner's Rift. I would you, like, not want that lane. in SR. That would be that so would bad. Suck. Yeah. But like in ARAM, in a four fun mode, I think it's a really good Oh, yeah, idea. no. I, really, I, really I think like ARAM. Yeah, that is the way to do it. If you're going to do it, that is it. I think mm-hmm. I should just do more with four fun modes in general. <laughs> Preach. For real. Pre- yeah. everybody agrees with you give us another map like i missed twisted tree and i missed uh dominion bring yeah. him back please it's run not. run i don't know what uh what is it special game modes that they have running they don't even run them like around the clock do they no no they'll have like, like not one on right for now. a while and then they won't have one on at all yeah, they'll have they'll <laughs> then, for like a patch and a half, and then it'll yeah, go away, and then it'll be off Miss Public, and it's just those two right now. Yeah. Like, oh, and one for all. And one for all. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're fun play. They're fun. They're right. okay. I right. mean, Earth is the I fucking goat, but like. True. Uh, one for all is kind of lame. Uh, and yeah, then ultimate spellbook is in. fine. <laughs> yeah, ultimate spellbook just feels like the. It the just initial feels like normal. Get stuff. Yeah. I would like do bots back. Dude, yeah. Oh, the play experience. Uh, hear me out. Fucking. Yeah. I forget what that one's called. The Siege one. Tower Siege. Whatever it's called. Uh, Where you, you had like oh. half a Summoner's Rift map. I don't remember what it's called. It was, it was oh, really weird. Nexus Siege. That's what it was. It Nexus was really Siege, weird yeah. Game. But... Did they make that synonymous oh, with Nexus the Blitz Star Guardian? Um, oh, Nex- yeah, Nexus release? Blitz. What the fuck? Oh, Nexus the Star Guardian good. map? Were those two different events? They're, Nexus they're Blitz different, and yeah. the Star Guardian? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Star Guardian, I don't know what map it took place on, but it was alright. I forgot. It's been a while, because I think Star Guardian was the one I skipped out on. I played a There's lot like of the Odyssey, Odyssey event. Dark Star. I don't yeah. think I played League when Nexus Blitz and... Star Nexus Splits was kind of lame. Like, well, because there's Nexus Siege and then there's Nexus Splits. Because Nexus Splits yeah. is like a, it's like the small five v five, but Nexus Siege is like a half of Summoner's Rift, and you have to try and siege the enemy's base as fast as possible. Hmm. Oh my! It was really and then it weird. like alternated teams, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. I remember seeing gameplay of that. That's, it was really weird. Was it was sorry. fun. I I enjoyed it, but yeah. it was not very popular with a lot of people. I don't know. It seems like I personally want something different than the Summoner's Rift to like deviate from the what is it, the monotony. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of the stuff that they do sometimes just isn't well received. Oh, you mean like having like a <laughs> like, uh, frick, what's it called? Uh, oh, sorry, I'm getting banned by League of Legends real quick. 
I said, I said the frick word. Um, shoot, what? Uh, it's like a dating sim. The Star Guardian, like, Spirit Blossom, yeah, like, dating sim thing. Yeah, and the launcher, like, that shit happened. And oh, I don't God. know. Like, I played through them, but, like, I didn't. I like I played through them because I'm a sad and lonely motherfucker. I so. think it's like I want to play League of Legends. Yeah, I want to play <laughs> yeah. League of Legends like, that isn't League of Legends. <laughs> right to release our MMO. Yes, yes. Please. Okay, but oh that's God. a different tangent that we don't have to get yeah. on right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's let's, another topic. Yeah, 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 honestly, let's okay. So let's go on to the next topic that we have in team chat. Um, free agency around the world free agency is a period of time where before the professional scene gets up and running again after worlds players and coaches alike are put into uh, their contracts if they end or become void or are released go into free agency so that they can uh, discuss with other teams and new organizations about whether or not they can be a part of their new org or organiz- uh, org or team or whatever this happened recently and it has been a banger um Excuse me. Uh, I think probably the biggest news that I caught on was DRX, the current yeah. reigning world champions. Ev- the five main players on their roster, the entire the roster. entire starting roster, yeah. went into free agency, and they all found new teams. The only player that is staying on DRX is Juhan, their sub jungle. For- didn't uh, two of the players end up on the same team or looking at the same team? Zeka and Kingen were both looking at right, Anwa Zeka and Kingen were the two. And yep. HLE is looking to build a fucking Korean super team, and it's been it's kind of looking like a banger. I'm not gonna lie. Right. I, don't, I don't remember exactly what the lineup is, but it was looking pretty fucking strong. But another another sort of super team that's kind of being made is the Dalmon Kia lineup. So. Damwon, uh, who... Yeah, didn't they get Deft? Yes, Deft moved over to Damwon Kia, which is cool. pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, so it's looking like Kana in the top lane, Canyon in the jungle, Showmaker in the mid lane, Deft in the bot lane, and Kellen in the support role, which looks like a really strong fucking team. It looks really, really fucking good. But with this, uh, this shift that happened for all the DRX players, a lot of questions popped up around DRX and whether or not they were paying their players enough or if this team didn't really want to stay together after worlds. And a lot of rumors uh, were flying around and eventually the king of rumor bus, uh, rumor busting in uh, the LPL doing B his stream, which is notorious for leaking information. He was talking about it a little bit saying that uh, maybe the players didn't really want to play together again, or maybe DRX did not have enough money to keep everybody around And this ended up getting a little bit of news, a little bit of traction because nobody knew the full story. And then Deft eventually released an Instagram post where he talks about it. And Deft is a very mild-mannered player. He's a very mild-mannered guy. He doesn't really get super emotional about stuff. Um, Like, he doesn't get angry or upset. But this upset him, hearing these rumors being spread around by Doe and B. And he said, uh, he, he came out and he clarified, like, no, the five of us, we wanted to stay together. We wanted to stay together on DRX. We wanted to play together as five people again next season. However, their agencies, they uh, all wanted them to, to, to buy up. So they all had to go separate ways based on their contract with their agencies. 
And it, there was a little bit of like a rude twang to it that Def sort of had targeting Do and B and and his um, reputation in in the League right. of Legends sphere. But eventually, uh, it was brought to Def's attention that this was actually a mistranslation. Which happens when a translation goes from Korean to Chinese, back to Korean to English okay. to Korean to English again. It, it mm-hmm. and the mistranslation ended up creating this little bit of drama, and because of that, Def did come out and apologize, saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize this was a mistranslation, etc." Cetera, et cetera. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because he. I mean, I feel like he reacted to it rationally, I guess, in yeah. a way because. That's kind of a big deal to say something about a team like that. I agree. Five people that you don't even know, really, necessarily. Right. Yeah. And to think that they spent their hard time working together, literally winning a championship together, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to saying that, like, they, oh, yeah, they didn't want to play with each other anymore. Like, for whatever reason, like, that they didn't want to play. And, you know, it, it, it it could spread a lot of bad rumors to like mm-hmm. anybody else not just like between the people in the team yeah yeah it, it it felt bad uh seeing that situation kind of unfold uh especially Def's sort of visceral reaction to it um but i think the most interesting thing is like the fact that you can have a team win worlds and then because of their agencies just be forced to be pulled apart i think that yeah, feels really bad i think that I, is interesting I, I i think i'm probably in the majority here saying that i would have liked to see this team play together again next split see see oh, if yeah. they could run it back right i mean i think they look mm-hmm. really good i think the meta fit them maybe a little bit too well for them maybe that's why they won worlds but i think they were a fun team to follow i know i personally were i, I was consuming drx content uh, as we were getting to the end of world. So I was watching a lot of their YouTube videos and stuff and their, their vlogs and documentaries. And this team seemed like a lot of, f- a lot of fun to be around. They seemed like five guys that were having a really good time being around each other and playing the game. Uh, it was, it was very cute. And knowing that they're not going to be playing t- together next split feels very melancholy because I think they all deserve praise for what they did. And I think the fact that certain players are getting, you know, they they were sought after so so aggressively by by high by high level teams feels good because I think it's well deserved, but at yeah. the same time it feels bad that they won't be seeing each other except for off uh, except for maybe off the rift, uh, off yeah. the rift fun right. I agree. Like yeah, it'll make for some Bulls. interesting. It'll make for some interesting rivalries definitely. In the oh yeah. Season. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. But, Dragon Balls but, though. Honestly, yeah. guys. <laughs> Who really cares about the LCK and previous previous oh, world right. champions? Because because the greatest League of Legends region of all time is having an absolute banger <laughs> of a preseason free agency. The LCS guys is going super fucking god mode. And with the LCS, probably the biggest news to happen for us is that the GOAT, greatest of all time, the king of... Of North American League of Legends, barring Bjergsen, Double Lift <laughs> is making a return to the grand stage. How do we feel about the big DL coming back to professional League of Legends? I'm excited. It's like <laughs> Dave. That's the one person throughout like professional League of Legends that I've seen 
it's just double lift, double lift, double lift all the time. Uh, but yeah, um, I did see that him and Bjergsen, I'm sure the that other you want to get to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you want to get into afterwards. They're coming back together. They're going to be playing together. What team are again. they on again? They were looking thieves. at 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves. But, oh, that's crazy. 100 yeah. Thieves, Bjergsen, 100 Thieves. Stuff. I remember when Bjergsen originally spoke on it, he said he was looking at other teams, though. I don't, I don't think he disclosed specifically, or was he allowed? But he might have been allowed after he got the, uh, he was talking the 100 Thieves leaked. I forget specifically who leaked that. But yeah, 100 Thieves, him and Bjergsen. I'm not sure if they had anybody else on that lineup either. So it's looking like 100 Thieves is going to have a team of promoting two academy players and then they're keeping closer as their jungler. I know that for a little while they were in talks I, with yeah, Spika. Um, but Spika ended up going to FlyQuest, I believe, because they, he got a better offer there. But Tenacity, the Academy top laner, and Busio, the Academy support, are both moving up to the LCS. Both of which, I would say, are very, very good. I would say that, respectfully in their roles, they may uh, they may very well be the best players in uh, in Academy for their roles. Tenacity is the best top laner. Busio is the best support. That's how it That's feels. Uh, so they're looking like a very competitive lineup. But... I am very excited about Doublelift's return. I mean, I love Doublelift. He is probably my first pro that I ever watched and was really wowed by his performance um, when I first started watching LCS. However, there is a little bit of controversy coming back with Doublelift's return, which is, what the fuck is this 30-year-old man doing? playing League of Legends with these 17 and 18 year olds like what boomer. the fuck what yeah what is this boomer going to do in order to, into these like better hands players and this is a little bit of, of a controversy happening where people don't think that maybe double lift isn't in as good as a form as people like think that he might be the last time that he was playing professionally he went one in five at worlds and uh, he went oh and six at worlds i should say and now he's returning to make everybody <laughs> see how you can go oh and six instead of one in five um yeah but, but i i i'm very excited i i i think i'm a little bit concerned to see how well he does i know that hundred thieves is also sharing that concern because i have unforgiven sitting in academy uh, just kind yeah, of just chilling there. Yeah, I remember because of that decision. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> because of the decision they made. Yeah. But so at least Doublelift, I've noticed, has, like, been keeping up with the game yeah. the entire yeah, yeah. time, you know? It's not like I he mean, fell out of league. He sits like, there... <laughs> And, and still double lift. <laughs> yeah, he's still he's still double lift, right? And he's watching yeah. these professional players and he's going like, "Oh, I can shit on this guy." Oh, I I I I I wouldn't have done that there. I would have played this situation better. If he's sitting here and he's talking about all these things that he could be doing better over these players that are currently playing, well, now it's time to nut up or shut up and double exactly. lift is going to have to prove <laughs> himself worthy of those criticisms, I guess. Yep. But other than playing that, in champs queue, I think oh, the yeah. insights oh, yeah. as he has on the game are really good. I mean, I but... think it's tough for you. I mean, it's it's tough to be what one of the goats of of the game and then to be and then like fall off really hard, right? That that can't really be possible, especially yeah. from like a mental standpoint. Like the understanding yeah. just kind of has to be there, right? Yeah, of course. Um. But with Doublelift's return and, and a lot of the other things that are happening in the preseason, there are some new 
things happening across the board for all teams. I'm not going to go over every single team, but I will talk about some of the major points, 100 Thieves being one of them, which we just covered. Another big one is going to be Team Liquid. Team Liquid this season is going to be running an all-Korean-speaking roster with a Korean-speaking coach. They're going to have Summit in the top lane, the previous Spring Split MVP, who kind of ended up getting uh, exposed towards the end and left to go back to Korea. An import Korean jungler who I don't know if we have a name for yet. Uh, And then they're promoting their academy mid laner, Harry, who is very, very good, I should say. Promoting their academy AD carry, Yeon, who is also very, very good. And then keeping core JJ and sort of building the team around him. And their coach is looking to be Marin. And this is interesting. And a lot of people are kind of upset. Like, why do we have this import? roster why like like obviously the import rule is there but like why do we have like this full korean speaking roster in the lcs this feels kind of like disingenuous to some of the the rookies that haven't been given a chance yet and stuff like that and this is not the first time that team liquid has been the center of a roster building controversy and we're going to have to see how well they're going to do in this upcoming split with this full korean speaking team to see if Maybe all those discussions and, and shit posts about LCS players are lazy and they don't actually want to play the game and that's why Korean players are better. This is gonna be a prove like this is gonna prove, or at least in some people's mind, whether or not that stands true if Team Liquid can win the spring split as a full yeah. Korean roster. Either way, something's gonna get proved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is very interesting to me. I'm going to be watching Team Liquid very closely, especially because they have been historically one of my favorite teams to watch. Yeah, so. it, it's interesting how how much money that they have right mm-hmm. now because they just went from having seemingly a super team last season to just make a complete change like this. Yeah. Uh, I do think that and I won't get super far into it, but I do think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Worlds was in North America, and that's why they spent so much money last season and then didn't even yeah, make Worlds. they tried to go all in. So uh, this, this next upcoming split will be very interesting to see their progression. Uh, some of the other interesting teams, uh, FlyQuest is picking up Impact from Evil Geniuses. They're picking up Spica hey. from TSM. They have Vikla in the mid lane, Prince in the bot lane, and Ayla, who is considered by Core JJ standard to be the second best support in North America. Um, which I think looks like a very strong team, and low key could just flat out win LCS next split, in my opinion. I, I think this team looks really, really strong because I think my, my opinion is that Impact, Spica, and Ayla are all kind of role players. Where they can, they're given an assignment more than like a play style, and like, hey, do this. And if they do that properly, they win games off of it. Like, Impact is a very, very good weak side player, and Ayla is a very, very, very good like roam support. And it's going to be interesting to see like Vikla and Prince, these two super, super star studded players. Like, these two are really, really good at the game. We're going to, it's going to be interesting to see how Impact, Spika, and Ayla kind of morph around these two. Um, and then other interesting rosters would, would include... I mean, I guess EG is kind of interesting. I won't talk too super long about it. But, like, Someday over Impact now. Uh, Inspired, JoJo, and Vulcan are all being kept. And then FBI over uh, Kaori. And then Danny will not be playing in it during this split. So FBI mm-hmm. is going to be yeah. the AD carry for EG. 
Uh, and he, FBI is a little bit hot and cold for some people. And then someday is like, someday is really good. Like he's second best top player historically for North America. So there really is no question about how good he's going to perform. Um, for C9, they're keeping everybody except for Jensen. <laughs> they're giving everyone oh, no. but Jensen. They, 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 uh, and, and the reason for it, and Jack actually just released a video about it where he talks about, uh, after winning summer, they talked to Jensen and they were like, Hey, we want you to stay on C9. You want to stay on C9, but budgets are getting cut. The economy is in shambles and we're not going to be able to pay you even half of the amount that we were able to pay you this split. So we want you to shop around. We want you to find yourself a team that's going to pay you the amount that you deserve because you are a, a proven winner and a, and a very, very good player. Find your best offer. See if, see if you can do that. And then if you can't find anything better, come back to us and we will gladly welcome you back into the team, barring a huge fucking pay cut. Uh, and Jensen ended up finding his way on Dignitas with Santorin, Armut, Spawn, and Ignar, which looks pretty competitive. But instead, they are replacing Jensen with Diplex. And I don't know very much about Diplex. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know very much about this guy. But if the if if the if the four core are still there outside of Jensen, the team, I mean, I have to imagine they still look competitive, right? They still have to look good. They just won summer, right? So obviously they still have to look good in some respects. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they still yeah. have the Berserker. They have Winsome and Isles moving yeah. between support. They have Fudge swapping between top and mid. Uh, uh, the, the support for C9 is going to be Sven. They have Sven on there? Yeah, Sven's their support. He was their support. Oh, that, yeah, because he roll swapped. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Win, uh, Winsome is going to be playing on FlyQuest Academy, I believe. Um, he got moved to Academy. Well, yeah, he didn't do, he didn't do very well. <laughs> he didn't do so hot. Uh, but that, that I don't necessarily know if that's his fault. Um, but I think the last thing that I would talk about for LCS rosters isn't even necessarily about the LCS roster. It's about the Academy roster, which is TSM. Uh, well, the TSM roster is looking like it's going to be solo in the top lane, boogie in the jungle, maple mid lane, Neo bot lane, and chime in the support role. Firstly, I'm happy about chime staying on support. I think chime is a very, very good support and is maybe a little bit underrated in the league. Solo is very consistent. I I don't really have very many feelings about the other three. But the, the drama <laughs> comes from the fact that the TSM Academy team looks like it's a more fitting roster for LCS than their actual LCS team with Hauntzer in the top lane, Svenskeren in the jungle, Triple in the mid lane, Wild Turtle, AD Carry, and Dragu in the support role. So correct me if I'm wrong. These are they're, they're not former pros. I mean, y- yes, yes, kind. I mean, they are pros. Like Hanser Svenskeren and Wild Turtle are all yeah. very well decorated and have yeah, won LCS, sure. have, wa- have gone to international tournaments and performed well. Uh, I mean, Wild Turtle is considered one of the greatest AD carries. Hansers is considered one of the greatest top laners, and Svens is considered one of the greatest jungles right. for the LCS. Uh, historically, I think they all made it into their top fives uh, in, in uh, last year uh, when they were making those top five lists for LCS. Um, and there's a lot of questions about whether or not that roster should be starting or if they're just sitting in Academy hoping that TSM 
explodes during right. the split so that they can take their take their starting spot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting conversation. I don't know if I like some of the... I don't want to use the term hubbubaloo, but that's what we're going to go with. The hubbubaloo right. around <laughs> this, this controversy because there's a lot of people talking about it and they're like, oh... Academy is only for rising players that have potential. Why are these old men playing right. in in academy? Why are these thirty year old men playing in academy? They they've had their day. They don't have to. They don't have to be taking up some other poor rookie spot. They didn't get a chance. And to that, I say, I don't know if that's a very good outlook to have, because I think first of all, none of these guys are over thirty years old. I I think the oldest is maybe Wild Turtle, and I think he's like twenty six. Okay. Is there like a rule for age or anything like that? No, there's no rule for age. No, people are just um, being people are just together. being mean. Um, but like to say that these players are like not as competitive or just looking for a paycheck or don't have any potential left, I think is very disingenuous to them. You can be 30 years old and still have as much if not more potential than an 18-year-old player. That That is something that can happen. There, there, there is no limit to this potential. You don't just stop having potential when you're 25 years old. That would suck because I'm getting very close to that age myself, and I don't want to run out of my potential <laughs> before I get there. So, like, that's not something that happens. Like, you can't just point to, this, to these guys and be like, oh, well... If these guys were good enough to be in LCS, they would be in LCS. This, they shouldn't be in Academy because it's taking away from some 17, 8-year-old, 19-year-old spot who hasn't been given a chance. Maybe these guys still want to compete, right? Maybe these guys yeah. still see something in themselves yeah. that they think that they can still reach their peak and they haven't quite hit it yet. Maybe they still think that they can win Academy and, and, and maybe they can move on to a bigger, better roster later. But these guys are here to compete just as much as those 17, 18, and 19-year-olds that everyone's trying to, to bitch about. And I, I think it's very disingenuous to these players. I think that they're all very good and they're obviously very dedicated to the game and their job. And to say that they are simply there to pick up a paycheck or be moved on to the main roster, like, I, I it's, it just seems kind of fucked up to say those things about those guys without even knowing them or knowing their situation. Because I think maybe they just shit stomp their way through Academy and they prove that, like, these pros are, like, they shouldn't be here because they're already too good. In which case, TSM, they'll move them up. They'll do something about it. And you won't see them again in Academy next split. But for right now, yeah. these guys are here to compete. They're here because they're just as dedicated. They want to be just as competitive as everybody else. I agree with what you're saying. Because, like, yeah. there is still a job that needs to be done. Like, even though they are still trying to get a check, like, they're still, they're still here to play and compete, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not just about the money. It could yeah. be about the fact that they maybe still want to practice more. Like, mm-hmm. they want to play against these teams. They want to see what kind of competition that they can come into. Maybe they see something that they've never seen before in their gameplay, so they want to learn and get in that environment themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, it's just... that Yeah, that is a pretty disingenuous thing to say, like... I don't know. It's just there's still like content to be made too. So it's like, would you just rather these players just not play the game anymore? Like, I I personally, it's a weird take to have. I'm looking forward to seeing these guys play in academy. I I I would love to see these guys play again on the LCS stage, but I'm happy to see them at all going forward into the future. Yeah, like you should be happy to see them playing the game (laughs) at all. 
Micro, do you have any thoughts on this? Not really. I mean, I it's hard to say something that you guys have already said because I agree with everything you say. Um, I think you know we should be given a chance. I, I don't know. Okay. It's hard to it's hard to put what I have into thoughts. No, uh, but I, I wholeheartedly agree with you guys. Yeah, no worries at all. Um, but that's gonna do it for our team chat topics. I had one more written down here, but I'm not gonna bother us with that right now because it's not super important. Uh, and we're also at, already at an hour and 17 minutes. So we've been talking for a while, and I don't want us to go over the 1.30 mark. So I'm going to move us on to the next uh, segment here. So the next segment is actually something that we're not going to really be able to do right now, but hopefully we will be yes. able to do in the future. This is going to be the all-chat segment of our podcast where viewers and listeners will be able to send in questions or ideas for us to talk about. Um, you can go ahead and email us at hextechheroes at gmail.com. If you have anything that you would like to talk to us about, send us any emails with questions or anything that you would want us to answer or discuss. We would love to hear from anybody who is listening to our podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us uh, if you did. So hopefully in the future we'll be able to do that. I would love to see that. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to interact with other people that that, that just want to talk and and, and share in the love for League of Legends, right? Yeah. Um, But... You know, skipping over the all chat segment, we're going to go into the slash FF segment, which it does not mean forfeit here at Hextech Heroes. Instead, FF means for fun. And what the for fun fun segment is uh, here for is to dedicate some time to highlighting some particularly cool things happening in the League of Legends space, like a new content creator, a fun build, some cool events, cool artists. Basically, we're going to shout out something cool happening in the League of Legends atmosphere that we don't necessarily think can be a full topic for us to discuss, right? So I'll go ahead and get us started off, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to shout out the NAMN podcast, which is one of the inspirations for the Hextech Heroes podcast, at least for me personally. They're trying to spread positivity around for the LCS as well, and we love to see new fans come into League of Legends. I think most of them have only been watching the LCS for about a year or so. Some of them are a little bit more... I'm not going to use the word senior because I don't think that's the right word that I want to use. Some of them have been watching for a little bit longer, though. But those guys are super, super cool. I highly recommend wa- uh, watching the NAMN podcast. Spelled just like it sounds. Uh, is you wanna, who else? Who would like to you go next? Go, Micro? No, I, I don't really have anything. Okay. That's uh, fine. Particularly, I'm, I'm still getting into league podcasts and all. I really enjoy Hotline League right now. Okay. Um, Mage has recommended a few podcasts for me that I'm starting to listen to. Uh, I can't think of them on, off the top of the head, but I will get back to you guys next week with probably, uh, you know, one of my new favorite podcasts because I love podcast the podcast format and I, you know, I'm getting into it. All right, cool. Susan? Yeah. You don't have anything either? Not really. Okay, that's totally fine. Um... In that case, that's going to be the for fun section. We will go ahead and get back to that next week. Uh, But going on, we're going to go to the last segment of the podcast called Basing, where we're going to talk about some of our based League of Legends takes. I'm using some some new young hip lingo in in the podcast. I'm an old man, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing here. Uh, But Basing, we're going to talk about some, some sort of hot takes that we may have about League of Legends, something that maybe isn't necessarily agreed upon by the entire community, but something that's kind of fun to talk about. Do either of you, would, would either of you like to go first? Otherwise, I definitely can go first. I have a list. You have a list? 
Well, oh, boy. <laughs> I'll just pick maybe one or two from the list. Okay, oh, no, no, go off, dude, but go off. Why did they boil the ADC meta down to Lethal Tempo and Crit? What's going on? I, I miss Lethality, Sivir, and Varus, like, how good they used to be. Because the it was build a bit... diversity? Yeah, because like, the build diversity was real nice there. Where's the character diversity? It's now? all on Ezreal. Like... <laughs> It's, it's, it's all on Ezreal, guys. Come on. I guess AP Varus, but that's played in mid right now, so you can't even count that. Yeah, I mean, like I don't, I don't see any point other than if you're not playing Lucian Nami or some form of aggro bot lane like a a Draven or a Twitch. Even yeah. on Twitch and Draven, you probably take lethal tempo. You definitely take it on Twitch. Like, or that yeah. or Blades, right? <laughs> right. It's just they just completely. I don't. I can't think of it right now, but just every every game, like if you if you're not playing a complete aggro and you're playing a scaling champion, that scaling champion more than likely building crit. Uh, what is it? Lord Doms every game. I I'm sure if you look at my match history, Lord Doms is just <laughs> second item, second <laughs> item, second item, second item, second item, third item. Third item, if maybe I got fed this game, <laughs> I can afford to skip it for a little bit. But, like, every character is just moving towards crit lethal uh, lethal tempo. I keep wanting to call it lethality. I wish if crit only. lethality was a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, no, what are y'all's thoughts on that? I think that that's valid. I mean, I love build diversity. I love champion diversity in League of Legends. But it feels Same like here. Riot. because yeah, there's so many of them. Specifically for ADC, though, it feels really bad that they're just like, all right, Senna's super cool. Uh, she, we're going to have this fasting Senna build. We're going to have Glacial Augment on her auto attack. She's going to be a supportive marksman. <laughs> Gutted. Gutter. <laughs> Unplayable. How anymore. dare you try to change it up? Then they release, like, Samira, Assassin AD Carry. Half melee, half range, super cool. Samira? <laughs> Gutted. Fuck you. No Taking away her, e. her own environment. You can't even fucking play her bot it's lane so anymore. It's so awful. Okay, next, we have Zeri. Super cool. Hyper mobile. Hyper carry. Needs a lot of time to just sort of rev up. And then, like, her auto attacks aren't really auto attacks. Skill shots for auto attacks. Kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uber gutted. Uber <laughs> fucking gutted Zeri. That poor fucking bitch. That poor Every champion. Eighty carry just getting destroyed. Neela as well. They released Neela. Super Neela cool. Too. Melee eighty carry. Super trash. Super nerfed into the ground. Basically unplayable. Everyone's playing Caitlyn. Everyone's playing Lucian. Ezreal has a cool build. Nerfs it. I'm I'm surprised they haven't fucking nerfed AP Varus yet. AP, AP Kaisa nerfed. AP Twitch nerfed. Fucking, no, they fucking... buffed AP Kaisa last time. Remember, they put 1% scaling on Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Go. God. Oh, my God. No, they actually just want us to play mages in the bot lane. It's actually just casting I'm convinced. The bot lane, it's, either, it's either we play lethal tempo, crit every game, or a mage bot lane. Yep. One of the two. <sighs> Micro, do you have any thoughts on that? Any additional thoughts? Uh... Other than I, I, I just miss diversity, man. Like, AP Twitch is the coolest we got right now, in my honest opinion. I miss Lethality Sivir. Like, I don't know. I, I don't like the changes that they do to ADCs and how they're shoehorning him into one specific build. Mm -hmm. Right. 
in... with like maybe one or two different items based on what kit the champion has but you're either building pork or you're building rage blade you can't have both. yeah <laughs> and they're doing it more and more with Pretty putting much. like crit scaling into champions kits mm-hmm. yeah with like Sivir got it i think most recently I f- there was one more champion before her i think that has it uh Varys got think... a big crit buff because they didn't mm-hmm. want lethality Varys to be as prevalent so there goes Varys, and then Zeri with the changes that got leaked for her she's getting it i think on her w e e She's always had it on her W. Or no, they added it on her W where it would crit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because they didn't want AP Zary happening. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think they're adding something to her E because they're changing it from the three, um, like, AoE auto attacks, I guess you could call them, to the one, one piercing like, one. Yeah. yeah, one piercing auto that does bonus damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean... ADCs need better build diversity. What can be said other than that? Yeah, I think I don't know. I I want to say Mythics kind of like crashed the whole build diversity. They thing were supposed to promote build diversity when they were supposed to promote build diversity, but like they shoehorned you into three choices, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't think uh, solves the problem. Yeah, unless I'm wrong. I mean, th- I mean, every they... once in a while you'll get the Gen building eclipse. <laughs> Every once in a while, you get that. Yeah, true. But the thing is, is like the you have to make sure your champion's compatible with whatever you're trying yeah. to build, or else you're just gonna get punished so hard for trying to do something like that. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way that League of Legends is right now, like it's unfortunate. But hopefully, they learn from their mistakes and they make it better next time, or they hopefully they make it better this time soon. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's 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 funny that they just throw us into this big chaos just to be like oh guys we'll fix it don't worry (laughs) but it's like could you could you have like not foreseen this coming in the slightest Mm -hmm. that you just absolutely broke the top lane with these items that you released in uh oof oof that's fair that's valid (laughs) oof is all (laughs) micro what is your league of legends based take um, I'm not sure I'm correct. It might just be me playing Syndra. But I have a feeling control mages are making a rise in the meta right now. No, pun intended, I guess. Um, I don't know. They just feel really strong right now because I've been, you know, very variating myself between a few different champions like Syndra, LeBlanc, Silas. It feels like the ones that have sustained, or maybe not sustained damage, but like can control team fight, have a lot more leverage than others in the game at the moment. Like Syndra, I'm able to like <laughs> kill somebody and they don't even fucking know what happened. Oh my god! Um, that's burst, of course. But like Oriana, I feel like is really good right now. Rise, obviously, with Rod of Ages, of course. A few more that I can't really think of off the top of my head, but I think control like Swain also maybe another one. I think they are pretty good right now. Maybe not top of the meta, but I feel like they might come into the meta as the tank items change a bit more. So you don't think champions like Akali, Silas are as strong as they previously were, especially because like they were super prevalent in the world's meta. They were picked like pick. Oh, they were like game. every other game. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say right now. I haven't really faced many of them, but from what I've played and what I've seen, I haven't seen 
they don't feel as strong because like i feel like i could do more against a collie mm-hmm. even if they're building you know the tank item <laughs> the heart steel collie like i had a chance this time yeah yeah um i don't know i just think with all the tools that control mages have i think that they're finally getting a place right now in this preseason especially with you know i don't know if it's slower paced games it certainly feels that way to me they're shifting um, they're shifting the meta away from bot lane though yeah, they're shifting the wet meta away from bot lane where I guess hands. we don't have to worry about having burst as much. I think sustained damage is also very good right now. Okay. Interesting. I think that is an interesting take. I don't know if I agree with that. I do think control yeah, no, meta I completely understand. Are good. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to like harp too long on it, but I, I still think like Akali and Silas are just both still so good. I, I, I both. Yeah. I, I, we'll have these, to come back to this next moves. week, I think. You know, with more experience of me playing the game, I want to see how it holds up because I want to try Akali and Silas and you know see exactly where this take holds up next week. Yeah, you can talk about it in your catch-up XP <laughs> segment. You can be like, "Yo, guys, I was fucking right or I was fucking wrong." <laughs> yeah, I'll come out next week. I am sorry. I am wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Maze? What, what, do you have a take? Oh boy, do I have a take. <laughs> oh boy, I have a take. Listen, okay, listen, all right. <laughs> I am a support main. I've been playing support for a long fucking time. I have played every single support in the game, and I've played every single off meta support that you could think of, all right? I think that Yumi is a more difficult champion than the majority of enchanters. It has to be said. It just has to be said. I've been okay. spamming Karma. I've been spamming, like, uh, Nami games. I've been playing Soraka. I've been playing Seraphine. Like, these champions, these other enchanters, like, they're great. They're fine. Like, they're really, really easy. I just kind of, like, I just click my buttons real hard and they do things. Whenever I play Yumi, I feel like I get punished super hard. And, I like, I don't even know if it's my fault. Like, it could, like, I could just be a shit fucking Yumi player, guys. Like, that, like <laughs> I could be the worst fucking player on the easiest champ in the game, and that's why I have this take. But I, honest to God, I feel like for the things that I want to do for other enchanters, like a similar enchanter beat, like, Soraka, I feel like I have to do significantly less to achieve those goals on Soraka than I do it for Yumi. Like, I feel like when I'm playing Yumi, I'm like, all right, I have to get my auto attack off. I have to get the shield ready. I have to make sure this trade goes well. I'm We're essentially laning 2v1. This feels like a shit fest. Oh, my God, it's a shit fest. There's four people bot lane. It's a 4v1 bot lane because I'm Yumi. Why is this happening? See, you, oh, God. You said the keyword. You said the keyword 2v1. <laughs> it's literally a legs diff, man. <laughs> like, playing Karma and Soraka, you have legs. But playing as Yumi, it's different. It, it feels... It, it, it's like Bad. playing an extra champion down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just how I feel. Like, I, I I, understand that Yumi is broken. I don't disagree with the idea that Yumi oh, is just no. a broken champion by design. Never. But I feel like people... Because, like, obviously, if you're just hitting W on your ADC and just staying there and not doing anything and just pressing E and Q occasionally, sure, that's going to be very, very easy. But if you're playing the support role the way that it's supposed to be played, where you're, like, creating pressure in the lane, you're yeah. create, you're making points of vision, you're, you're trying to point out things that you can and cannot do, taking priority, like, based off of, like, sides of pressure and stuff like that, 
it it feels significantly more difficult to do that as Yumi than it does on Karma. Because with Karma, it literally feels like I press E on myself, I run forward, I press Q on them, and then I run back at the speed of light. That's how it feels on Karma. Playing Soraka, same thing. I run up, I press Q, go in a bush, run away. With, with, with Yumi, it's like, I don't want to get off. <laughs> I don't want to get off. If I get off, I'm going to die. If I get off, I'm going to die. They're going to suck. I'm going to press my Q. I'm going to use... I, I'm going to press my E. I'm going to lose half of my mana, and I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to wait for my mana to come back. But that's just... That's, that's my hot take. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's my yeah, hot take. I, I, I agree with that. I've never played the champion, but, like, I feel like that's how... <laughs> That's how it is. Like, every time we, you play that champ, you complain about, guys, we need to get vision here. Like, we can't walk up here. I'm literally not allowed to go here <laughs> because I'm a fucking cat. Like, yeah. That's literally like how on, Yumi is. When I'm against a Yumi, you know, I'm going to go check rewards or something, and I find the Yumi. I'm like, oh, sweet. I get gold for this. <laughs> Free kill. That's <laughs> some nummy nummy yum yums. <laughs> <laughs> Yumi's just a jungle camp. Oh no! Easier to take down, arguably. The cat. Oh my god, dude, she's definitely easier to take down than old Krugs. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. But I'm not 100 percent sure I have an opinion on this, but I don't know because the only experience I have with Yumi is playing Singed ADC, mm -hmm. or she actually doesn't have to hop off. <laughs> right. So exactly. it's like it's hard for point... me to gain the joke, but I see what you mean because like you're. Even as, the, you know, playing against Yumi, if I'm walking around, obviously I get the free gold, but, like, it's hard to have wards for your team. It, it requires a lot more. Yeah, it, it feels like such a heavy sacrifice to me. And, like, that is obviously yeah. the point of the champion. But at the same time, it's just like, why would I even play that if I can just play Karma? To be honest. Like, yeah, why, like why would I mean, that's infinitely more helpful. Yeah, like, why am I even playing this champion if I could just play something that feels way more useful to my team? Yeah. But that is my League of Legends hot take for today. That is also the end of Hextech Heroes Episode 2. We went a little bit longer than last time. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's still a pretty good length. Uh, you know, an hour and 30 minutes or so. Probably a little bit shorter after all the editing and whatnot. But yeah. I agree. Hour 30 is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, guys, with this being the end of our show, just like last week, we did a few couple of shout-outs for anybody or anything revolving ourselves personally and 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 whatnot do you guys have any shout outs that you would like to do uh shout out my homies yo shout out yeah. emily yeah shout out emily our silent member <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh just all the work she does for us and you know yeah yeah we appreciate it we love emily here always appreciate we it. love that for emily yep uh if i have a shout out obviously shout out emily but also, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of shout out for myself. Uh, I have a Twitter. Uh, on my Twitter, I tweet uh, things about League of Legends, things about professional players. I talk about the pro scene when the games are streaming. I talk about streamers when they are doing things and whatnot. And I try to interact with as many people as possible in the League of Legends space. So if anybody listening would like to shoot me a follow, it is Laughing Mage TFG on Twitter. Go ahead, give me a follow. I love talking about League of Legends and just kind of throwing my free, my free flowing thoughts out there from day to day. Mm -hmm. With that being said, guys, that is the second episode of Hextech Heroes. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you very, very much for watching. We will be back 
next week, most likely, I would say, probably right, guys. Uh, hopefully yeah, in about sure. a week yep. or so. Uh, but with that being said, thank you very much for listening. We will see you all next time. Bye. Have a good one.